Welcome to Hanging with the Brothers, sports talk from the fans' perspective. I am Paul B. Daddy DeMay. And after having a week off and enjoying uh, Thanksgiving, uh, I have next to me all of my brothers. How you guys doing? Yeah, pretty good. Awesome. Just great. <laughs> Pleasantries are going to be so much fun tonight. So uh, speaking of that, let's just get right into it and uh, let's get the pleasantries started. So uh, Dave, you always lay on the beach, so it makes me more pleasant. So why don't we start with you? Thanks, Big Daddy. Well, I had an awesome week. Uh, Thanksgiving was great. Uh, I did have to work for a couple hours, but um, uh, went for a nice run on the beach. It was about 74 degrees. Uh, Came home. My lovely wife made a veggie pizza, homemade, Mm. and uh, watched a movie and just uh, had a great day, Big Daddy. It was an awesome week. How about you, Big Daddy? Um, I I had an okay week. I'm honestly uh, feeling like crap. Um, Thank you, Mike. Um, Got this little thing. Ironically, this all started right after the game on Saturday. I started feeling like, like really bad. I don't know if that's just coincidence or what, but... Um, so other than that, my Thanksgiving was okay. I was off for four days, so that was great. And uh, went to our sister Carrie's house and had a vegan Thanksgiving, uh, which was yum, which was interesting. Um, but uh, other than that, I'm doing okay. Um, ready, glad to be back. Ready to get this this show going. Um, that's about it. That's all I got, Dave. That's it. Well, thanks, Big Daddy. It was great to, to hear from you. Well, usually you're left out. Well, usually I'm last, and yeah, I am left out. So, but that's okay. I, I appreciate being number two tonight, right behind you. That's awesome, as usual. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, just uh, like everything in life. Exactly. So, Jace, Jason, how are you? I'm okay. I mean, the week was good. You know, Thanksgiving was good. Um, picked up our new little puppy on Friday. Yeah, he's pretty darn cute. Yeah, he's adjusting to our house which is good um he's a whopping 1.9 pounds weigh in so that was from the vet th- today so he's cool. he's a he's a little guy um and then obviously this weekend which we'll talk about I'm, that put me in a bad mood but other than that i'm i'm just fantastic how about yeah. you mike you're, you're you're last today story of my life yep uh it was a bad sports weekend for me <clears throat> Thanksgiving I don't, I don't was nice. I don't see you nice. being very pleasant tonight. I'm very pleasant tonight. I, Thanksgiving was good. I had a great time with my wife and my daughter, and um, we cooked all day and we ate. And then um, I got to ask you though, Big Daddy, is when I went over to our sister's house, uh, Natalie, our niece, was eating this cheese ball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> made yeah. with made with uh, Veganese cheese and everything vegan. Yeah. How was yeah. that? I was. I that looked at it. It looked like so, plastic um, spit. Listen, I'm going to be honest because I know Carrie's listening. Um, <laughs> it was not very good. Um, it was they. You know, they, they brought the, Josie brings the cheese ball out, and she's like, "Look, we got a cheese ball." It goes that a regular cheese ball? She goes, "No, it's vegan." And she opened it up, and I was like, "Yeah, that does." She goes, "Just don't look at it." <laughs> It, it doesn't look good. look good. I was, I literally almost threw up just looking um, at it. But no, that honestly, the cheese ball was 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 wasn't very good. Um, but there, there was this like spinach dip 
that was vegan that they had. It was delicious. I mean, that was really good. Okay, good. If it makes you feel any better, I made a cheese ball, and it was fantastic. Yeah, so. well. I did, too, actually, and it was marvelous. I told Josie if she wants me to come over for Christmas, she has to make a regular cheese ball. I can't do this vegan stuff. Bella took some cheese ball at school today and showed all of, fed it to all of her friends. That's nice. I'm glad you guys enjoyed cheese ball this weekend. That's great. I made a pumpkin cheesecake, too, from scratch. It was magnificent. Fantastic. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what. Before we get into what's going to happen tonight, um, I did receive my prize for winning the last trivia. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently Better Made makes blazing hot balls. And Mike, you and I they are about sure to, do. There, you and I are about to try one of these. I don't know, man. That looks pretty hot. I don't know. We're about to. We're we gonna do it on the air. Woo, woo! <laughs> All right, you ready? Here we Just go. Just to warn you, I have not tried one of these. Hold on, try one. Oh, this is great on the air. <laughs> mm. This is so exciting. Mm. Do they taste like hot chips? Mm, no, but they're damn hot. <laughs> yeah, they're hot. Yeah, oh, wait. there it goes. It's coming now. There it is. <laughs> they <Okay>. are. <coughs> <laughs> They're good. I like them. Them some hot balls, man. Holy crap! They don't taste. They they don't taste anything like a hot chip, but they are hot. They're blazing <laughs> hot. They got a little bit of hot chip flavor to it. Ooh, now I can't breathe. All right, well, there you go. go. All right, anyways. All right. So, so those give us delicious. a lineup, Big Daddy. Uh, so, yeah, so what we're going to do tonight, now I can barely talk and I've got my nose is running from the hot balls. Um, we're going to start. <laughs> Bla- blazing <laughs> hot balls. Shreddy hot balls. Exactly. We're going to start with the Michigan matchup tonight, and we're going to talk about that Ohio State game, unfortunately. Talk about Michigan basketball. Dave, you've got your segment, The Other Sports, tonight. Uh, See, very, much, very much looking forward to it. Uh, See. We're going to do sports talk. Uh, the nose picks. Uh, we're gonna pick a few extra. <coughs> excuse me, a few extra games tonight, and then we'll do the final take, assuming I make it through the show. So, let's get this. Uh, let's get this rolling, Mike. Let's do the Michigan mashup. <laughs> Alrighty, boys. So, uh, really don't want to talk about it, but we kind of have to because, you know, this is the Michigan mashup and we talk about Michigan football. That game Saturday was uh, pretty despicable, pretty sad. Um, first quarter looked good. I mean, I actually thought for a second Michigan was going to hang in there and had a chance to. I thought that we were going to take it out, but then to they do started. something. But then, uh, but then Ohio State pulled away like they usually do, and I mean it was fourteen thirteen at the end of the first quarter and twenty eight sixteen at the half. So our defense just didn't have it that day. Yeah. So uh, I just want let's just get your guys' opinion, Dave, Jason, Mike. I, I'm I'm going to just be quiet for a second because. Because of that game, I've been feeling sick for three days, so I'm just not going to talk about it anymore. Go ahead. Well, what, who do you what, want to go first? Anyone, whoever wants to speak up, go for it. Go, Jay. I'll, I'll go first, since I'm in Michigan. Um, not that that makes that big of a difference. but um, So the biggest concern I had in that game, going into that game, was Chase Young. I thought for sure he was going to dominate, and he did. that is the one thing we stopped which was great to see, mm-hmm. but you can't make those errors, those mistakes that we made, and 
that is a lot of those things are coaching, but a lot of them also are on the players. Um, and I texted you guys, I think after the game or later in the day, and I, I really think, you know, yes, you know, we, uh, made some mistakes, but that fourth and one call when we were only down by, I think it was actually 15 points yeah. on the wrong side of the 50 yard line. What with 12 and a half minutes left or a little bit more than that was a terrible coaching call by Harbaugh. Um, they were still in, in the game, obviously only two scores down. Um, I really think once that happened, it just took everything out of them. Um, and uh, I think that that I don't think we would have won the game, but it, I think it could have been closer if you know if they didn't do that. Um, so that's my take on the game. I got a, a little bit more to say about once we start talking about Harbaugh here, but Ooh. I'll let Dave go next. Dave, thanks, Jaybird. No problem. So um, I kind of uh, just mirror everything Jason said times twenty. I mean. <coughs> We, um, you know, I guess the, the other thing, I think I sent you guys a text on this as well, but, you know, we think this is a rivalry. Of course, it's, you know, the number one rivalry, you know, all college football. But I think I saw a different stat that said we're like two and 18 in the last 20, you know, times we played them. The rivalry was 20 years ago. I mean, we, we are getting smoked, you know, consistently. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's very disappointing. Um, you know, a, a nine and three year, it doesn't sound too bad for most teams, but um, when you consistently lose against the school you hate and you're supposed to beat occasionally, um, it, you have to do something different, you know. And I think, you know, Harbaugh, you know, again, used to be great. I think he ends up sticking to his quarterback too long. I think um, he, he doesn't have the cojones to make changes like that you know at least try so people would say at least he tried to change quarterbacks and do something different and mix it up um you know it's just i'm sitting there watching just embarrassed you know i can't imagine how the players feel but um i do think it's all coaching though because like jason said I mean, we have a lot of great players so yeah i don't put a lot of the blame on patterson i think he no. he's been playing really really well um so, he played really, just, really well, except for he made one bad know. call. What but was he, it, like 15 for 40? or What was his? Yeah, he was, yeah he, he, I mean, they, he was he, terrible. He, he, they, they had, he had like eight or nine drops right in their hands. He made some dimes. And I was okay. like, would you guys please but, catch But it was like all? 18 for 40, not, you know, well, he was 18 40 for 49. <laughs> he was 18 of 43 for 305 yards, one touchdown, yeah. one interception. Um, well, you also have to be able to run the ball. We couldn't run the ball. Or, no. Yeah. That was the problem. Right. We had 91 yards rushing total. J.K. Dobbins, Dobbins had 211 by himself. Total for the team was 264. The question yeah. is, what happened to our defense? If we could have stopped them, we could have won the game. Well, you know what? I said it before. I'll say it again. I guess I'm done. Are you going? Okay. Yeah. All I right. said it before. I'll say it again. You can talk in a minute, Mike. I don't, um, I don't want to talk. Madison leaving and going to Ohio State, That's what I, said. I think, hurt us more than anybody's going to say. Don Brown is a great coach, but you look at Ohio State's defense. They're number one in the country. They were number one going into that game. That's what I said that day. I texted it. I said, yeah. see, Madison leaves, and all of a sudden, they're number one, and we're not. Right. I mean, so I think, uh, you know, obviously, you know, all around from 
start to finish, we could have played better. You know, maintain. I mean, we controlled or contained Chase Young for the majority of that game. Yeah, he got. It wasn't really until the, the fourth end, quarter yeah. that he got got loose and started going crazy. But um, I don't know, man. It's it's I, I I just don't see the fire in Harbaugh that we saw in the first couple of years. You know, he's not. You know, Jason, you mentioned it, I think it was earlier this year or last year, that he's just not, you know, you don't see him as fired up on the sidelines. You don't see him, you know, if something, if a player makes a mistake or if a player does something or whatever. He's just not, he's not the same coach. He's just not. And problem is, he's not going anywhere. And so we have however many more years of Harbaugh sticking around, getting us nine, ten wins a year and not doing anything. Uh, Mike, what's your that? take on the game? Who? Mike. Yeah. Me? Mike. What's your, yeah. Well, you mean, can talk it, now. Well, you guys, I mean, it was all said already. I just felt like, I felt like it, the defense really got, I, I don't know what happened with coach. I think, I felt like it was all coaching. So I thought Patterson played really well, had a couple bad, bad uh, decisions. And, you know, his passing, I guess, I didn't realize it was that. I mean, there was a lot of drop passes, so. Yeah, he didn't lose that I, game for us, in my opinion. No, I don't. I don't think he did either. I think the coaching did, as as we've been talking about for the last, you know, first part of the season. Yeah. But you so know, here's go ahead, we, Mike. We all, yeah, next year now. We just got to wait till next year and see what happens when McCaffrey's in there. Yeah. So Dave, you talked about the rivalry, and I think it's still a rivalry. I think it's still a big rivalry. But yeah, the last one we had is 2011. I was actually at that game, so maybe it's my fault. I need to go to more of these games. I don't know. Um, I don't think so, but, um, I saw the end of the game when they interviewed Ryan day and the passion he has about this rivalry. And the guy was almost crying. Like this game means more to that school than anything. Get a life. And you don't see that in Michigan. Michigan acts as like, it's another game. They say it's a big thing, but you don't see Harbaugh, you know, showing that type of emotion. Um, and I think, yeah, Davey, I think you mentioned, or someone sent a text about Lloyd Carr, Bo, yeah, I did, yeah. Harbaugh, right? I mean, they're all, they're mediocre. I mean, Carr had one good year, yet he had some extremely good players on that team, obviously, but he also motivated them in a way in 97. He had a theme of, you know, he hand out little, I don't know if you guys know the story around that, but he hand out these pickaxes and it was, you know, climb to the top of the mountain that year. Every game was, you know, got harder and harder and harder. And, um, but you don't, you know, they don't do anything. They just kind of expect like there's some national huge program. And they really never have been, to be honest. Bo never won a national championship. He won Big Ten, which is great. Lloyd probably had the best out of any of these coaches in the past, you know, 50 years. So why are we rooting so, for this team, boys? Let's just pick another team. I'm sick of this shit. I'm, well, I didn't know that they weren't elite. I thought they were elite at some point in our no, lives. All right. They never really have been, yeah. No, they haven't. Yeah. Um, well, and I don't know what can change that. Bunk, I don't know yeah. if it's a coach. I'm not sure. Well, I mean, I'll say this. We've got three wins in the last 19 years against Ohio State. We're 3-16. and 16. Yeah. Harbaugh is now 0-5, and, and he's the first coach in Michigan history to be 0-5 against uh, Ohio State. Yeah, well, and, what does Ohio State do when they don't beat Michigan? They fire they their fire coach, coach, just like Cooper. Right. Now, Cooper started out 0-4, and, 
but the fifth game he tied and then he lost the sixth game so he was you know he had that one tie yeah. which saved him at least until they lost 12 <laughs> you know but <laughs> i mean i agree i mean what happens so what is future of harbaugh you know everything i'm reading and everything i'm seeing says he's going nowhere it'd be you know kirk herb street says it would be ridiculous to fire him right now he's right who are they going to get well i mean you can get Go get Peterson. He can get you 10 wins. That's Who's all Peterson? Harbaugh's doing. Chris Peterson, the one who just resigned from Washington. Yeah, but why would we get somebody who can just get us 10 wins? Because apparently that's all Michigan can do. Well, USC's getting her mind. And keep Harbaugh, I guess, if you're going to get 10 wins. Right, I mean, exactly. I mean, so, you know, if all we're going to get is 10 wins a year and be a half-assed, mediocre team every year, just keep Harbaugh. Well, I think that's what the problem is, that we thought getting Harbaugh was going to be, he was going to take us to that, that yeah. you know, uh, Bama, you know, where you have 11, 12, you know, you're playing for the national championship, you're winning the Big Ten, you know, at least, you know, consistently being in the picture, and, and it just hasn't happened. So, um, you know, there's somebody out there, though, that can change the culture, and I think, you know, the culture now is, you know, we're really good, and... Um, but we're just not elite. And I think um, a coach can change that culture if there's enough passion. I yep. totally agree. I mean, yeah, I and even with Brady Hoke, you know, he was the last one to beat Ohio State, right, in 2011. But I remember his press conference, like, he had me fired up. Like, he had he brought a lot of passion. He hated Ohio State. And they beat him. whatever that was, he was able to, you know, get, instill that into the players to – really want to win that game, you know, and he almost beat him twice, you know, he went for two <laughs> to, to go for the win and he almost beat him twice. So, yeah. um, Harbaugh, yeah, he's been close a couple of times, but he hasn't won it. So I just want to read yeah. something real quick that Kirk Herbstreit said, and you guys know, of course, Kirk Herbstreit played for Ohio state. Um, but this is what he says, uh, quote, when you lose the way that you're losing five straight to Ohio state, it can take the soul of a program out the challenge for Jim and that program is to put that rivalry in its proper perspective instead of shaking it off hey we've got to get better we've got to coach better we've got to recruit better I think it's not that it's so much deeper than that I keep hearing comments from Ohio State players and coaches where it's like this rivalry means so much to us it doesn't mean something to us this week we just don't have this clock running down so fans can say oh look there's a clock over there they live it they do the reps in the rate room in February. It's all about beating Michigan. And That's what I'm talking about. You don't right, and you don't see that at Michigan. You don't see it. Harbaugh doesn't have that. The players don't have that, and that comes from coaching. Yep, I agree. Yeah. Preparation, you know, all the all the things you hear about, like with the Patriots and some of these other teams that are mm -hmm. great. You know, you just uh, I don't you, like Jason would hear it more than anybody. You don't hear that with with Michigan anymore. You, know, you, you don't, don't hear, hear it up here. Yeah. So, well, so it's, he's changed for some reason. Maybe it's the money. Maybe he's just older. Who knows? But uh, maybe he's comfortable. But, you know, it, it shows, obviously, on the field. I mean, a lot of turnovers throughout the year. A lot of, you know, just they don't look prepared. You know, I think and that is definitely coaching. So Yeah, I totally agree. So, well, let's uh, let's quit talking about Michigan football. I agree. Because I'm getting more sick to my stomach every second. Um, it was that hot, sweaty ball you ate. Let's uh, – <laughs> Blazing that's, balls. That's, Mike, you've had four blazing balls, so that's all I'm going to say. Oh, man. Um, so let's talk about Michigan basketball. Um, they uh, went into last week, and they were unranked. 
And the tournament that unranked, they Unranked, really? Yeah, they were unranked. Is it because of their coach, the new coach, Juan Howard? Well, they were, they you know, going into the tournament, they were, what, 5-0, and oh, but they hadn't played anybody. It was like a bunch of nobodies. Oh. Yeah, the best team they played was Creighton, I think. And Right. And uh, in a tournament they were in last week, which they won, they beat um, number six, North Carolina, and number eight, Gonzaga. And, and smoked them. And smoked yeah, them, yes. And smoked them, right. Really? And so because of that, the new rankings came out today, and they moved up 22 spots to number four. Oh, wait, you said they weren't ranked. They weren't. They weren't. That's a top 25, so they were ranked probably 26. Oh, oh I got you. And they moved up to number four, and uh, they're 7-0. and um, And tomorrow night they play Louisville, who's number one. Who just moved up from number four, I believe. They just moved up because... Uh, Kentucky lost, or I know there's been quite a few upsets. Well, Kentucky lost, Duke lost, Michigan State lost again. Um, of course, North Carolina lost. So, yeah, they moved up. Louisville was number two last week, and they moved up to number one. Um, yeah. Kansas moved up a couple spots, and then Maryland is in the top. They're number three. So, Michigan basketball, they're looking, I mean, looking way better than I anticipated they would. They've got a good mix. They've got a good mix of some veteran guys and some young guys that are just playing really well. So uh, they're, they're fun to watch. Yeah, interesting stat. Juwan Howard has just as many wins against the top ten that Harbaugh does now. Oh, no. And he's only coached seven games. Oh, that's a great stat. So maybe maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe, I haven't heard that one. Maybe Juwan Howard can coach both basketball and football. How about that? I think that's good call, Big Daddy. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate that. So, no, I'm excited now about Michigan basketball. I want to watch that game tomorrow night. If they beat Louisville, they should move to number one. Well, they would. I don't see how they couldn't. How crazy would that be? Have Michigan number one after everybody, nobody thought, nobody knew what they were going to do. Nothing. So. Long season, boys. It is a long season. The only other thing, um, unless, do you guys have any other comments about Michigan basketball? I do not. Jay? No, I think, uh, yeah, it's exciting to watch them. Um, I was very surprised that uh, they beat North Carolina, and then I was even more surprised that they beat Gonzaga. So, uh, yeah, I think Howard is – I was very skeptical of him, but um, as most people probably were. But I think, uh, yeah, he's bringing an energy, energy to that team, and he's recruiting really well, and he's got those guys playing well. So He's got a clock well, counting down to Ohio State. I'm, he uh, probably does. Well, Ohio State's number five right now, so – um, well, that's, that's, I'm, I'm looking forward to the game tomorrow night. I'm looking forward to the season. Um, only other thing I want to talk about in this, uh, segment, our lines lost again on Thanksgiving Ooh. to Chicago, but David Blau, uh, starting quarterback who was third string undrafted, mm-hmm. from um, Purdue, from uh, Purdue, per, per who, who beat Ohio state last year, um, started the game and actually did not look that bad. So. He looked great. Could he be the future of the Lions? Is he better than Stafford? Could he be the next Brady? I don't think the problem is the quarterback. Stafford's been really good. Well, your boy Patricia needs to go. Paul, if you say my boy one more time, I'm going to your saying. boy write those hot balls up your I'm just saying. Hot Anyways. Careful. Boy. That's all, that's all I got to say <laughs> you know about the about. Lions. David Blau could be the future of the Lions. All right. That's well, they're going for that number two or three pick now. They're fighting it out with uh, Cincinnati and the Giants. Well, there's number six right now, according yeah, to what I saw earlier. Slot. But, yeah, they'll get a better slot. It, it, never, it never helps them. 
Dumbo Anyways. Pop. So, all right. Well, that's, let's. Ex- uh, that's exciting. It is exciting. <laughs> let's uh, let's move on, Dave. You ready for your segment? Let's do the other sports. See, si, senor. Look, we got a football, a baseball, our hockey, even basketball. But what about the other sports? Tell me about the other sports. We never talk about the other sports. No, we don't. I want to hear about the other sports. I want to know about the other sports. I want to learn about the other sports. Yes, I do. The other sports. Hey, Big Daddy, I'm back. Dave, I'm so happy you're back. Me too, Big Daddy. Well, I'm going to do the other sports today. Kind of like I've done every other show I've been on. How's that, Big Daddy? Dave, I've patiently been waiting for three weeks for you to do the other sports. Thanks, Big Daddy. All right, so today I'm going to talk about, uh, I had two different subjects, but uh, I think I'll save one um, for the next show. Uh, It was either going to be the most dangerous sports or the most bizarre sports, and I found the most bizarre sports uh, a little more interesting. So we'll talk a little bit about that. I'm the top 10 bizarre sports in the world. Uh, these are real sports, even though some aren't going to sound like it, uh, Michael, but they actually are. We'll see. And um, then I'm going to talk just quickly about some little bit of tennis. And, uh, of course, I'm going to end it with ping pong. Um, of have course. some really exciting news about ping pong. Okay. How's that sound, Big Daddy? Dave, I am so excited right now. I cannot wait to hear how bizarre these sports are. Thanks, Big Daddy. All righty. So, number 10, uh, most bizarre sports in the world is underwater hockey. What? What? Yes, underwater hockey. Six players per side. They use a stick, a snorkel, and it is actually becoming very popular in the world. They play just like regular hockey in a pool. Uh, unfortunately, you know, there's not 50,000 fans watching. There's probably, you know, 15 people around the top of the pool looking down, but they have cameras in the pool and there is actually underwater hockey. That's number 10, Big Daddy. You want to play that? Um, sure. Yeah. How deep's the pool? Uh, just normal size pool, like uh, 10 foot deep, something like that. So, 10 feet? Yeah, exactly. 10 feet. It was snorkel, so they got going up for air. They got to go up and down for air. So uh, oh it's pretty exciting too. The puck goes really slow, and uh, <laughs> um, so it's kind of like watching women's basketball. Anyway, <laughs> oh, so, oh. number nine most bizarre sport is called bosa ball. You ever heard of that, Big Daddy? I have heard of that. Yes, it is playing. You play volleyball on trampolines. Yes. What? And yeah. I've yes, heard of that. it's three to five people per side. You play volleyball. It looks like it'd be a lot of fun, actually. And uh, you you play volleyball. You can bounce like you know forty feet over the net and spike <laughs> it down. It looks awesome. Uh, you gotta somebody, look that up. Somebody's okay. Gonna, somebody's next gonna lose next an time eye on we that take one. a trip. Next Michigan <laughs> game, we're playing balsa ball. Okay, we're gonna find some trampolines, <laughs> a net, and a ball. How many? Maybe some is it of those a two, two person? You guys just ate or something. So, how many? all right. <laughs> so that sound that sound good, Big Daddy? That sounds like so much fun. I cannot wait. Well, d- All right, wait, 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 Dave. How many people are on each side of the net? And, three to five. Three to five. Well, that's a lot of people. Well, it's know. a big it's a big trampoline though. It's like the size of a regular field. 
All right. Oh so number eight, uh, we've, we've, we've talked about this one before, Big Daddy, surprisingly, because it doesn't seem like it'd be a bizarre sport. In fact, I think you wanted to try it. It's a uh, wife carrying. Remember that sport, Big Daddy? <laughs> what? Yes, uh, we, we talked about this one before, where men carry their wives through an obstacle course. It's uh, created in Finland. And, you know, the funny part about it is, Big Daddy, is some of the women can actually carry the men. I mean, they have hairy armpits, and they're big and muscular. So this could be a sport for you, Big Daddy. Mm, well, I don't have a <laughs> wife, so that puts me out right there. He doesn't have any hair. How would all that worked out when you were married, though? However, when I was married, I did carry my <laughs> wife down Broadway in Nashville a couple times when she was drunk. Um, nice. How, really? Yeah. She's pretty big. She wasn't big back then. I think she was. Anyways, no, she wasn't. <laughs> okay. You were Pork strong job. then. Okay. You were strong. So moving on. Yeah, thank all you. Right. Let's so move on. So that was number eight, Big Daddy, <laughs> wife caring. So uh, you might want to continue that. Okay. Number seven, uh, dog surfing. You ever heard of that one, Big Daddy? No. Not yes, we that actually one. have a, a tournament here uh, on Amelia Island. They do dog surfing. So basically, dude, dude, come you, on. Have a, you have a, this is real. This oh, is one of the God. 10 most bizarre sports in the world. So you have it. somebody who surfs, and then there's a dog on the surfboard with the person, and they surf in. And, and, and basically, it's real popular in San Diego, California, and Australia. And there's big competitions around the world now with uh, uh, dog surfing. And, and the prize is a doggy treat, Big Daddy. So dogs are into it, okay? <laughs> hey, Jay, you can take your new puppy out there. Yeah, I don't think so. Try that on Lake Michigan, Jaybird. Uh, I'll I'll try that in the summer. Perfect. All right, Big Daddy. Moving on to number six is unicycle polo. You ever heard of that, Big Daddy? I have heard of that. Yes, actually, surprisingly, I have. Yes. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So this is something you can play, Big Daddy. Besides wife carrying, unicycle polo. So basically, it's played on a unicycle. It's a one-wheeled bicycle. And it's the exact same rules as polo. You choose, use a hockey stick, and um, and <laughs> there you go. And um, Mike showed me dog surfing on his phone, so I can't believe he wasn't it. lying. That's crazy. So um, yeah, so it's uh, basically like polo on a unicycle, and but it's much much harder than polo, from what I understand, because obviously you're on a unicycle, and that would be challenging. So it's probably a really good core workout, uh, something you might really enjoy, Big Daddy. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see about that. Yeah, one. I don't think so. I like the wife right. carrying better. Well, we'll forget that sport. <laughs> All right, number Jason five. Jason could carry his wife like twenty miles. She weighs like two pounds. Absolutely. So number five, uh, caber toss. It's uh, <laughs> Jaber toss. Is that what you said? Caber toss. It's uh, uh, created in Scotland. It's where uh, a large man with a skirt—we call it a kilt, but it's actually a skirt lifts up a pole and throws it. You may have seen that on TV at some, some point. And uh, they throw the pole. It's like the size of a telephone pole. What? I'm not kidding. <laughs> and um, this is oh this is God. true. Jaybird knows this. He plays it all the time. Oh, all right. yeah. So the goal is to land on top of the pole near the person throwing it as close as possible. So they throw it, and then it kind of comes back. So you try to get the top of the pole as close as you can to the thrower. Cool. So it sounds like something Big Daddy might enjoy. You know, throwing big logs in a skirt. Well, yeah, Big Daddy likes that. Big Daddy! Uh, you know, sure. Just let me eat some more blazing hot balls. Okay, <laughs> moving on to number four. You're going to like this one, Big Daddy. All right, number four is called chess boxing. 
You chess said what? Boxing. Chess boxing. Chess boxing. So you play chess and, and you alternate rounds of boxing as well. So it takes, you know, a, a, a mental fortitude to play chess, but also you box every other round. So you box for a round, then you sit down and play chess, and then you box for a round, then you sit so, down and play right. chess. I so, don't believe this one either. So, so this is great. I gotta look this one. Can't up. a game of chess go for like six hours? So that's a long boxing match. Well, I'm not sure, Big Daddy. Um, I do enjoy chess occasionally, but uh, I don't enjoy boxing, so oh I'm God. not sure. So um, you can it's actually win with a checkmate instead of a punch. So you do not have to knock the person out. That is Mike just looked it up. It is a game. I, this real, is all is real stuff. This hilarious. is the most bizarre sports I've around the world. It, I've never seen anything like this. This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Michael, we're playing it on our next trip. Okay, next. Number three, cheese rolling. <laughs> I can you ever that. heard of that, Big Daddy? I like that one. That sounds no. good. <laughs> okay. So it's been around for about 200 cheese years rolling. in England. 200 uh, years. 200 years of cheese rolling. That's so a lot of cheese. You, you take a, there's a lot of cheese. I don't believe you it. Take, a judge rolls a round of cheese. You know, it's, it looks like, uh, I guess, a huge hockey puck, but it's a big block of cheese. It's round. And he rolls it down a steep slope, a steep hill, really steep. The participants have to run after it down the hill. And what ends up happening is they fall and they roll and they trip. And so whoever gets closer to the block of cheese before it hits the bottom actually wins. Does that sound that like football? You guys are into this. Wow. A lot, lot of response very, to that. I'm looking that it up because I can't believe it. Are you guys awake? Hello. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a funny scene. Mike's looking up every sport. Yeah, he is. This is the music that comes with it. This with is the funniest thing, uh, funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. They throw a cheese ball down a, down a, and then they, 100 people start going down by and they bounce it down the hill and they try to get closest. Oh, my God. Oh, you mean everything I just said. Thank yeah. you. Somebody's going to lose an eye here. <laughs> this guy's dressed up as Superwoman. Mike, is this your segment or Dave's? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Thank, yeah. Thanks, uh, Big Daddy. Appreciate no you uh, intervening there. I was <laughs> no right problem. in the middle of my segment. I know. I, I apologize for him. Don't worry, Dave. He does it to me all the time. Mm, I get bored. <coughs> thanks, Jaybird. Okay. Moving on from cheese rolling, which is number three, to number two is blind soccer. <laughs> Okay. That sounds right, almost this. as exciting as regular soccer. Yeah, so uh, it's actually uh, players play. Oh, my God. You're Big killing Daddy me with a, these, has a Dave. cheese ball stuck in his throat. Okay. You're killing blind me with soccer. these, soccer. Players play blindfolded, um, and what they do is they put pebbles or marbles in the ball so they can hear it rolling, so then they know where the ball is. The only person that doesn't wear a blindfold is the goalie. Each goalie can, you know, not wear a blindfold so they can see the ball flying, hitting them in the face. So that <laughs> sounds like a lot of fun. If you look that one up, um, you'll see people like running around randomly, not knowing where they're going. It looks like fun. We're going to play that one on our next trip, too. How's that sound? Big <laughs> do, they ever, do they ever run into Tell each you other? What, we got we got a lot of games to play the next time. We, we really do. These are going to be great games. We're going to have to plan a couple extra days for all these games. <laughs> I don't see why not. Okay, moving on to number one. This this one is something Big Daddy's going to be interested in. This one is something that right when I saw this, I said Big Daddy. Mm. Big Daddy's name was all over this. It's called uh, <laughs> ferret. <laughs> it's called ferret legging. <laughs> okay, you guys know what a ferret is, right? It's like a little rat, yep. you know, one of those things. Yes. Yeah. You know what a ferret is, yes. Big Daddy? Uh, yes, I do. 
Yes. Perfect. Okay, so what you do is um, you tie off the bottom of your pants. Like you have a pair of pants on. You tie off like at the ankle so nothing can get out, okay? There's no exit. So then a player drops two ferrets in his pants, okay? And the winner is the person who can last longest with the two ferrets in their pants. Okay, we're not okay? playing this one, Because what ends up happening is <laughs> ferrets, they tend to, like, bite you in certain areas, like... Uh, you know, special purpose areas. Like your blazing so, hot balls. <laughs> um, from what they, from what they're saying. So, um, this is something Big Daddy should try on the air, especially once we're on uh, YouTube and people can see it because this would be fun to watch. I've never heard of that. I've never no, heard. Of I have it. never heard of it either until I looked it up and heard of it. All right. So, guess what the record is, Big Daddy, for the longest time of having two ferrets in your pants that can't get out, probably biting you in in lots of areas that I can't say on the radio. Uh, oh God, <laughs> I would hope not that long, but I'll say an hour and thirty minutes. Six hours. Jaybird, what do you think? I'm going to say 23 minutes. Well, Michael was closest. The record is five hours and 30 minutes. Oh, I was going to say five hours and 30 minutes, but I rounded it up. Mm. And the, the gentleman that actually did that is now a female. So I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, okay. God, that's funny. So that is the top 10 most bizarre sports, Big Daddy. <clears throat> did you enjoy that, Big Daddy? I did. I, and Yeah, some of them I actually knew, and most of them uh, I didn't. Did and I don't really know if I want to play any of them. No, so. you don't. Especially All right, last, Big Daddy. Well, I'm just going to do two other quick things here. If I got, if I got another, another 30 seconds, Big Daddy? You got about 40 seconds. Perfect, Big Daddy. Okay. So uh, in tennis, just real quick, the tennis rankings, I thought I would give those real quick because I know everyone's interested in one player. Uh, in men, uh, Rafa Nadal is number one. Jokovic is number two. And Federer is number three. So not a big change there. In women's, Ash Barty is number one. Carolina Pliskova is number two, and Naomi Osaka is number three. And Big Daddy's next girlfriend, wife-carrying partner, Camelia Georgie, oh. is ranked number 100 now. She drops me... significantly. I think there's an injury there, maybe from wife-carrying. I'm not sure. Big Daddy will have to tell us what happened there. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep that one a secret. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. She Perfect. Is. Well, Oof. that's some tennis news. And the last thing, this is exciting news, Big Daddy. I, I was excited when I saw this. Ping pong news. May Long, the number one player in the world, is now back from injury. Wow. Okay? He had a massive splinter in his right hand. After oh, 12 cool. surgeries, multiple skin grafts, and an amputation, he is now back in action. Welcome back, May. Love me long time, Long. <laughs> I'm so glad he's back. Thanks, Jaybird. You know so what? That I thought is, that that was big news. That is big news. That's the most exciting thing I've heard in four days. Thanks, Big Daddy. It is. <clears throat> Very exciting. Well, that's the other sports, Big Daddy. Uh, great to be back. Glad uh, I'm back on the show with the other sports. It was really boring listening to you guys talking about football, baseball, basketball, and hockey. So I thought I'd, you know, again, throw another angle at it. Maybe I deserve some of those hot balls, Big Daddy. Uh... <laughs> As many of those hot balls as you want, Dave. As long as you don't put a fair. You know, I'm surprised it didn't make the top ten. The competitive slapping. You guys ever seen that? I actually saw that on uh, YouTube. It's these dudes that sit there at a table, like arm wrestling table, and then one will slap the other, and the other one 
So there's yeah, one. Yeah, Dave, I think you need to do some research on that one, and maybe you can <laughs> pretty... tell us more about it. Jason just texted it to us, so you can look on your phone. That's pretty funny. I'm going to do that right after the show. I'm going to look at that. I'm going to do research. I'll be back next week. All righty. Perfect. Sounds good. All right, Dave, another great segment. I am, I am, uh, I'm, it's really bizarre. I feel, I feel good, but I feel like bizarre. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's do sports talk. Tonight, we will be talking about sports. That's right. Sports talk. Sports and talking. Sports talk. Alrighty, so uh, thankfully I haven't had any more blazing hot balls and I can actually breathe sort of normal. Um, so let's get right to this. So uh, over the weekend, obviously there was other games going on besides Michigan and Ohio State. Um, we had the Iron Bowl with Alabama and Auburn and yeah. um, Auburn beat them. Forty-eight, forty-five. That was such a good game. It was a great game, and it's funny because uh, if you guys watch that game, nice throw, Mike. Um, Alabama got, came, still came, got it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> came like down the old to days. A, came down to a last-second field goal, and uh, their kicker missed it. It was like a thirty-two-yard field goal, and their kicker bounced it off the upright, and Auburn won. Good thing about that is. Uh, that knocks Alabama out of the discussion period of making the top four, which, you know, they really didn't deserve to be number five to begin with, if you ask me. Well, yeah. They'll find a way to make it back in. <laughs> yeah. They always do. They'll be Yeah, in. yeah. They better not. Um, but uh, so outside of that, I mean, there was that, I mean, you know, Clemson won, Georgia won, um, Georgia blew out, Georgia Tech, um, Utah who is sitting at number six right now, who should move up to number five. Actually, I think number four, but, you know, it's whatever. Um, and then Oklahoma won Mike's Minnesota Gophers lost. Yeah, no, I can't believe it. To Wisconsin, so that yeah. puts Wisconsin. The boat sank. In. Yeah, the boat sank, Mike. It did. boat sank. I was kind of um, rooting for him. I wanted him to do good. Yeah, so that puts Wisconsin in the championship game. Um, Which they're going to get their asses kicked by Ohio State again. Yeah, I think so. Um so as far as the college playoff rankings that come out tomorrow night, I honestly don't think the top four is going to change at all. It's going to be the biggest changes, obviously, are going to be 5 through 10 or 5 through 15. Um, and I think the top four, Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, and Georgia are going to stay the same. What do you guys think? Well, I, I don't know. I, I mean, <clears throat> okay. So when the SEC has their championship game, there should be one SEC team, one Big Ten team, Okay, well, LSU plays Georgia, so one of those two teams, if Georgia loses, that's two losses, they're done. All right, then, then Utah goes in. If if LSU loses... Where's Oregon at? Oregon's out of it. They're 9-2. and two. They're at number four. Oh, they lost again? Yeah. So, and Utah <laughs> plays Oregon. I knew they would. Um, so, uh, if, if LSU beats Georgia, Georgia's out of it. There's no question Utah, if they beat Oregon, will be the Pac-12 champions and should be in. So, um, did you see the uh, did you see the news conference from Dabo Sweeney? No, I did not. Uh, yeah, he's pretty much said you know nobody's looking at Clemson and they're really disrespected and um, you know it's because they're in the they play the in the ACC and didn't have a tough schedule, but pretty much uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So should be interesting. I would watch out for them though. They're a pretty darn good team. Yeah, blah blah. We gotta get their ass kicked. Ohio State will beat them. 
Yeah, I don't know. LSU will beat them. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, I guess we'll see. Rankings come out tomorrow night. Obviously, Oklahoma will probably move up to number six. Utah, number five. Um, Baylor, possibly number seven. After that, you got a bunch of two lost teams. I think they you're going to have a big mess if, if yeah. Ohio State loses, Georgia loses. You know, I mean, you're going to have a bunch of one loss teams, and, and, you know, who's going to be in? I mean, well, if Ohio State loses and Georgia beats LSU, Clemson's playing Virginia. They're 29 point favorites. So I'm not really too concerned about them losing. So they right. would be the only undefeated team at number one. But then you're right, Dave, after that. You could potentially have six one-loss teams, right? Going for three spots. So who do you put in? I saw the other day a graphic that said that Clemson, I think it was Clemson, Ohio State, and Utah or something like that, or Georgia, had uh, their strength of schedule was like 54, 56, 60. They don't have a strong schedule. None of these teams do. Right. So right. it's that's where the question comes in. I say take conference champions first. I do too. But well, it should be. You may end up with. You could potentially have a two-loss team in there. Right, you're right, and that and that, that goes be. back to the point of it should be conference champions. It should be the five big power conferences. One of them gets a bye, you know, and and that's what the playoff should be right. because right. you could have a two-loss team that plays in the toughest conference and they're. They're very good, and they yep. could win it all. I mean, it, this this whole zero losses, one loss, it just yes, bullshit. It does. I mean, it creates some anxiousness throughout the year, but it really, you know, really screws some of the teams who you know could potentially even be could be there. So yeah, right. you know, if that. if Bama, you know, again Bama lost, but if Tua comes back, they won their conference. Let's just say, you know, they'd be good enough. I mean, there's there's some some teams that are probably can beat any of these teams that have one or, you know, even two losses. So, right. Right. Yes, that, that's the way it really should be because, like, the NFL. Yeah, exactly. That's what but, I keep you know. saying. I've said it for years. <clears throat> if Wisconsin meets Ohio State, they should go. So, well, right. if okay. Wisconsin beats Ohio State, they'll have two losses, but they'll be the Big Ten champion. So right. do you take a two-loss champion over a one-loss? You should. You should, but they won't. They won't, they won't do that. They've though. proven they that in the past should, that they won't. Right. I mean, plus they beat the number one team. I mean, you know, so right. Well, we'll see tomorrow night what happens with the rankings. It's going to be, uh, you know, these championship games are going to be interesting. We'll be picking them in the next segment. But yeah, maybe uh, Michigan will break in the top ten, huh? Michigan basketball will, yeah. No, I'm talking about Michigan football. Yeah, no, no, they're no. done. They're done. Uh, they're going to the uh, what is it? The baked potato bowl or something like that? They're going to the holiday bowl. Yeah. San Diego. Yeah, exactly. Again. So uh, let's talk a little bit of pro real quick. Um, honestly, the only thing I want to mention, I know this is going to make Mike sad, but the Patriots lost last night to Houston. I know, man. And I just want you guys to know that had we done the show last week and we had the nose picks, that game would have been one that we would have picked. And I would have picked Houston because I said it four weeks ago that I thought Houston at home could beat the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And I would have been right. But the bigger, bad, the bigger problem, the bigger problem is the Patriots' offense. Their offense is not playing good right now. Not Brady's good. not playing good. Really nervous about it. They have no. Their offensive Brady's line is playing bad. fine. It's no. It's the. It's a team around. Brady's him. not playing fine. Dude, like, all right, we're done talking. Move on. 
All right, nose picks coming up. Somebody else back me up on this. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think. Uh, sorry, Jay. Oh, go ahead, Dave. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say. Um, I think. Brady's playing pretty good. You know, I don't think he's, you know, at the top of his game, but he does not, he doesn't have a lot of weapons either. They were double teaming Edelman. Um, so I think everybody, you know, at some point throughout the year doubts the Patriots. Oh, you know, last year they lost what well, they have five losses or whatever, you know, against bad teams. And there's always this doubt, but I, you know, I'm always going to say that, you know, losses like this are good for this team because now they're going to, you know, focus in on what they need to do. Somebody will step up. They're going to be there at the end, even though I think they lost home field advantage. Uh, right now they did. Yes, they dropped to number two. Baltimore's right. number one. But I really think that, you know, yeah, no. everybody likes – they, like, they like to do this every year. You know, they the Patriots are done. Their offense sucks. They almost they almost tied the game. They were yeah. only, what, a touchdown back? Yep. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like it was a blowout. So, right. you know, their offense isn't as bad as, as everybody's saying. They're yeah. just used to them being this, you know, unbelievable, you know. Right. Offense. And Brady so, yeah. threw for over 300 yards, too. So, you know, how is he not playing good? Gronk comes back and it's over. Why don't you suck it, Paul? So my two cents, Big Daddy, with them is, yeah, I we're used to seeing a – a bigger juggernaut of an offense from New England, but I don't think it's. A, I think Brady is a fantastic leader. I mean, you could tell the first half he was frustrated. His guys are not. They're they're just not on the same page. There's been there were a few plays last night where they're missing routes. You know, guys that he had in the past would have probably made those plays, but coming back in the second half and doing what they did, just come back and like Dave said, almost tie the thing up. I mean. He's going to get them right. I mean, they've got new guys. They got Sanu, who came from over from Atlanta. Yeah, but Sanu hasn't you done know. anything, and he's been hurt. Well, yeah, not yet. But you know, they're still. I mean, we're only in the second half of the season here. You know, Ben Watson's coming back. They're going to have some guys. Um, you know, Harry just came back from his injury, so I, I think you give these guys two or three weeks. And I mean, there are they're going to be in the well, playoffs. Dude, tw- like well, seventeen players had the flu. That well, I did, nobody and, and Jay, I agree with you, except that there's only four weeks left in the season. So if they got two to three weeks to get this together, they better hurry up because come okay. playoff time. Well, like I said, the they're already in the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, yeah, they'll be in the playoffs. It's just what seed will they be? Right now, they're number two, and if they lose again, they could the drop the number three. So can't wait to. Yeah, I'm not going to bet against Brady. He's done it too many times, and until they lose it all, then fine. But well. Well, I'm with Jay. having said I'm with all Jay. that, having said all that, let's uh, let's go ahead and pick these games. Let's move on to the nose picks. Thank God. We're doing the nose picks. It's time for the nose picks. We're doing the nose picks. Tell me what you know. We're doing the nose picks. It's time for the nose picks. What the hell is a nose pick? Tell me what you think you know. Alrighty, so let's uh, let's get right into this. So we decided this week, uh, since we were off last week, we're going to pick more games. By the way, let's let's get this out of the way first. Uh, last time we picked games two weeks ago, uh, I went two and two. Dave went two and two, and Jason or Jason and Mike went one and three. So overall records, I'm twenty five and thirteen. Dave, you're fourteen and twenty four. Mike, you're twenty and eighteen, and Jason, you're eighteen and twenty. So. Having said all that, let's get right into this. We're going to first pick the college games. So there's five. Well, there's more than five. There's like seven conference championship games. But 
Some of them really don't matter. We don't care. Like Louisiana and Appalachian State. Oh, I want to pick that one. Um, so we're going, and Virginia plays, like I mentioned, Virginia plays Clemson. They're, Clemson's a 29-point favorite. I really didn't feel the need to pick that game because I figured all right. we'd all pick all Clemson right. to let's win. Just, let's pick some games. So let's, uh, let's move right into it. So the SEC championship game is the first one. Georgia and LSU, obviously number two versus number four. And LSU is favored by seven and a half points. Mike, since you're so chippy and chirpy today, let's go ahead and start with you. I'm going to punch you so hard in the face. Anyways. LSU. Right. Wait, where's it at? In at in Atlanta. Oh, it's, yeah, it's separate. Okay, yeah, LSU. All right. Jason? Um, I'm going to take Georgia. Oh, snap. All right. Dave? First, I'd like to say I'm 92-1 and one in other sports picks. But anyways, uh, I'll take Georgia. It's almost a home game for them. Ah, <laughs> uh, goodness. All right. Um, I started out the season with LSU. Thought they would win the SEC. I still feel that. And I think that they will beat. Uh, their defense is a little suspect, but I think they will pull it out, and I'm taking LSU. Next game, Pac-12 championship is Utah and Oregon. Uh, Utah is favored by six points. Jason, let's start with you. Um, I'll take Utah. All right. Dave. Oregon. Yeah, this is going to be a tough one. Um, I also am going to take Utah. I just think they're the better team. I watched them play the other night and, yeah. uh, against Colorado, and they looked really, really good. Yeah, they look really good. I'm going to take Utah, too. So I'm taking Utah. I've never seen them play. Um, all right. Uh, next game, the Big 12 championship. you got Oklahoma and Baylor. Uh, Oklahoma just beat Baylor a couple weeks ago. Um, Baylor, uh, or Oklahoma, is favored by eight points. Eight. Eight. Mike, let's start with you. That's a weird number. Baylor, so they're uh, they got one loss. They got one loss. Oklahoma's got one loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oklahoma. But Baylor's one loss is to Oklahoma. I know. I don't right. think they're gonna be able to beat him again. Jason. Um. Yeah, I watch Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, um, Baylor. Yeah, I'm gonna take Baylor. That's that's a lot of points, and it was a really close game last time they played. All right, Dave. Oklahoma. Um, I think uh, my thought is is Baylor's going to want revenge. Eight points is a lot. I think Oklahoma may win, but it'll be within eight, so I'm taking Baylor. We'll see. All right, the last uh, last college game is the Big Ten Championship, uh, Wisconsin and Ohio State. Ohio State is favored by 16 and a half points. It's a lot of points. 16, wow. That's a lot of points. It's in Indianapolis. Uh, Dave, let's start with you. Well, uh, I'm probably not going to win uh, overall, so why not take Wisconsin? It's not a bad That's a lot pick. of points. All right. Jason? Um, I really want Wisconsin to win, but I think Ohio State's, they're going to be able to run the football, and I think they'll probably crush them. So I'm going to take Ohio State. All right. Mike? Well, how many points is it spreading again? Sixteen and a half. That's a lot of points, man. I don't, I don't know, man. Wisconsin played really good against uh, Minnesota. I mean, uh, Minnesota has that high-powered offense too, and I'm, I don't know. I don't think. Um, I think it's gonna be closer than that. I'm gonna go with Wisconsin. All right. 
I don't think anybody's going to beat Ohio State. Period. As yeah, much as I would 16? love to see, as much as I would love to see Wisconsin win, I just don't. I well, just. I don't even. Points. I don't even. I think Ohio yeah, State's I'm not gonna saying win. they're going to win. They no, I know, but points, yeah. I. I just think they're going to win by more than 17 points. I just really? think. Yeah, I just. I don't think you're going to be able to stop J.K. Dobbins. I think. I just. I don't know. I'm taking Ohio State as much as I hate him with a passion, and I'd love, love to see him lose. I know, man. I'm taking Ohio State. We'll see. Yeah. So. Well, all right. Meyer lover. Whatever. <laughs> exactly. Whatever. Uh, all right, let's move on to uh, pro games. We're going to pick four <laughs> games this week. There's four good games. Uh, we're going to Seahawks are playing Minnesota right now, so if they win, they'll be 10-2. Uh, and two. Uh, But they are at the Rams, and that's Dave's Super Bowl pick, uh, who may not even make the playoffs. Um, and the Rams are getting two points at home. So, Dave, You're welcome. Let's, Dave, let's start with you. Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, this is an easy one. All right, I'm also taking the Seahawks. Yeah, the Rams are horrible. They're not horrible, but they're, they're horrible. They're not. What's their record? Seven and five. They're horrible. Something they like won that. yesterday, didn't they? Yeah, they Barely. won yesterday. So, Mike, who are you taking? Seahawks. All right, Jason. I will take the Seahawks as well. All right, takes care of that one. All right. Next game, uh, Ravens, best team in the AFC, oh, possibly best up. team in football. They are not. Are at Buffalo. Yes, they are. Are at Buffalo. Buffalo's 9-3, and three, so they're not a bad team. Yeah, Buffalo's a good team. Um, but Buffalo's getting five and a half points. So, Mike. What? Go ahead. Wait, You're wait, wait, wait. Oh, I'm up? Buffalo is getting five and a half points. What does that Ravens? Mean? By, by five and a half. Right. Okay. I don't understand this stuff still. Ben, it's a tough one. Five and a half, I think Ravens are going to win. I hate the fucking Ravens. All right, Dave. Nice uh, language. Hope they, um, get, hope they all get the flu. I think uh, I, I'm going with Ravens. They're they're on a roll. All right, Jay. Uh, I will also take the Ravens. All right. And I am also taking the Ravens. I just think, of course, you are. You're lo- you're a Raven lover. Dude, I know <laughs> your boys. Why am I a Raven lover? Because you are. Sudden? I can see. Look at your. You have a Raven shirt on. <laughs> Whatever. You're such a ridiculous piece of person. <laughs> that was close. Piece of person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> your license plate says John Harbaugh. I've seen it. <laughs> no, it does not say that. It says Raven One. Anyways, Fla- Flacco lover. <laughs> Raven One. <laughs> hey, Flacco's in Denver now. Raven One. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) all right sorry next game now i can breathe again next game is a 49ers at the saints mike's super bowl pick yep uh 49ers are getting three points they're at the saints at the saints who's going first go ahead saints easy pick big daddy why don't you go next um well 49ers did just lose and uh saints are at home it's honestly a tough game to pick. It really is because yeah, is. 49ers do still have the number one defense, and uh, Mike's boy Garoppolo is playing pretty good. But I'm going to go with the Saints uh, at home. They don't have the number one defense anymore. We go ahead. Anyways, obviously neither do the Patriots. Yeah, they do. Actually. Dave, who's your pick? Uh, was it three points you said? Yeah, three points. Yeah, I'm going to take 49ers. Ooh, for Jay? sure. For sure, I've got this one now. Um, I will also take the 49ers. Really? All right. All right. The last game we're picking, 
is uh, <clears throat> the Kansas City Chiefs at the New England Patriots. I need to think about this. Don't go with me first. Uh, the Chiefs are – Patriots are favored by three points. Where is it at? Oh, at the Patriots. At New England. At New England. Uh, so since Mike doesn't want to go first, I uh, figured it would be an easy pick for him. No, Jay, not. let's start with you. It's not easy. Why do you start with me? All right, Dave, let's start with you. Patriots. All right, I'll go next. I'm taking the Chiefs. Of course you are. You're a Patriot hater. No, I'm not a Patriot hater. I just don't think the Patriots offense is playing good enough, and I think that the Chiefs are playing better, and they're going to go in, and they're going to beat them. And they want revenge for last year. Mm-hmm. And the Patriots are going to go, I mean, the Chiefs are going to go in there and beat them. Mahomes lover. My other license plate <sighs> says Mahomes won. Just saying. So, yeah, this is a tough one. It's in, in Foxborough. You know, just looked at the weather. Usually in December, it's pretty nasty there, but it's supposed to be sunny and 42 degrees. Um, I don't know if that's a night game or when they're playing that thing, but um, boy, Mahomes is tough to bet against, and that's only three points. I think the Patriots will win, but I'm going to take the Chiefs and the points. All right. I hate to say it, but. Well, apparently you're a Chiefs lover, Jay. Apparently. No, it's a, he, it's a, he it's said, a, it's hate, a, it's he, said af- he hated to say it. So it's, a, it's an afternoon game, by the way. It's a 325 yeah. Eastern start. I'm going to say that um, at, I think at some point they're going to figure it out, and I'm hoping it's this. I'm just going to have to take the Patriots because I hope that this is the day. This is the game that they figure it out. All right. All right, a lot of games we picked. Um, I could potentially go 33 and 13. I'm just saying. And uh, obviously Mike needs another hot ball. So let's get this show finished up, Mike. Let's do the final take. Jesus, finally. God help us. All right, so I'm going to make this real quick, real simple. Um, two weeks ago, I said happy early Thanksgiving. I'm going to say happy late Thanksgiving. Hope everybody had a great holiday. I'm also going to say take care of yourself. Don't let a gloss in a football game get you sick because my chest is killing me right now. I've been hacking up along all show. And uh, so that's really all I got. I hope you guys have a... It's the best final take ever. Thank you. I hope you guys have a great week. I uh, look forward to next week. Um, Dave, looking forward to another great segment. Jason, maybe next week we'll get that top ten going so I could get another bag of blazing hot balls. Yep, we'll have trivia. Awesome. And uh, thanks, Big Daddy. Thank you, Dave. So uh, that's all I got. Thanks, uh, Dave. Find us on Facebook. Uh, just search "Hanging with the Brothers." Um, you can uh, find out all the other websites we're on uh, when we post it on Facebook. Um, that's man. That's all I got. I don't even know what else to say, Michael. Yeah. Except, uh, screw you. Go Chiefs. Oh, and yeah. And that's all I got. Big go Daddy's blue. out. Big Daddy's out. Woo!